Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. What is going on? Today is not any day. Today is the day that we open the registrations for the second round of PEP. Drumroll, please. I'm super, super excited. The first round was so much more than I ex- had expected it to be. I knew it was going to be good, but I had made you know friends of my life. And there was been some amazing connections in there. Goals have been achieved in there, which I could have never imagined. There's been riders in, in, inside of PEP who has really, you know, taken this serious, put in the work and be able to actually achieve the goals that they had set for themselves because they started working on their mindset, because they realized that this was the missing component and they really went in there and, and made it happen. So for those of you who feel like you haven't quite achieved what you wanted to achieve this year, for those of you who feel like you need that kick in the butt, or even if there's just a smallest part of you that believe that maybe it is your mindset that is holding you back inside of your riding. Maybe it's your mindset that that is holding you back from progressing and becoming the best rider you can be. So what we're going to do is we're going to dive into the mindset side of your performance. We're going to get you to believe in yourself and make sure that you give yourself your absolute best chance of succeeding as a rider. So again, if you think this sounds interesting, if there's even the slightest part of you that are like, hmm, I might want to check this out, then go for it. Go and check out the website at mindic.eu slash pep. Write me a message on Instagram. Send me an email. Check out my website, whatever. But make sure you get in touch with me. Don't allow those like silly thoughts in your head holding you back, thinking this is not for you or being afraid. Freaking just go for it. So uh, check out the show notes. Make sure you click on those links. Make sure you get in touch with me if you have any questions. Now, if this is the very first episode that you're listening to, make sure that you press the follow button so that you don't miss out on any of my future episodes. And if you've taken any value from this in the uh, in the past, I'm pretty sure you all know what I'm going to say now. Please go in and give this podcast a rating and review. Some of you have already done this and I'm super, super grateful that you've taken the time to do so. For those of you who haven't yet done it, please, please, please go ahead and do so because this helps other people find this podcast. So... Today, I'm going to be talking about how to replicate your greatest moments. So I am 100% sure that you've had some of those great moments around where everything worked out, where you find yourself being in the zone and where your horse just gave you that amazing feeling. I, those, like, it's just those kind of moments that make it all worth. I'm sure you all know what I'm referring to. But the question now is, how do you replicate them? And really, the easy answer is that this replication, it starts the second you've experienced that moment, straight after you experience it. And what you want to be doing in this moment is that you want to be reflecting about what caused it. A lot of the time, when we have those lesser rounds where we don't have this great experience, we do reflect because we want to find out what caused it. When we have that sting, when we when we leave the arena feeling like, that didn't quite work out the way I had imagined. Those times are often the times where we're going to sit down and reflect if we do any reflection at all. And I really hope you do by now if you've been listening to the podcast for a while. But 
But those are the times, if we do any reflection at all, often we do that reflection when it doesn't go well or when it doesn't go according to plan. And I I, I don't like saying it doesn't go well because I, I, I feel like every round is giving us something. Like either it's a great round or you learn something from it. And if you learn something from it, it's a good round in itself because you took a lesson from it. But... Just, in, just for the sake of clarity, we, we, we're now going to make it really black and white. So you have good rounds where you have a really good feeling and those are the ones that we want to be replicating. And then and you have lesser good rounds where you don't feel like you have that good feeling and those are the ones that you want to be changing. So what, just just to summarize, what, what, what I see happening a lot also with myself is that we, we sit down and we reflect when, it, when we have those lesser rounds and we forget to reflect when we have those really good ones. And that is a shame because... There is so much learning to be done also in those like good rounds. I mean, those are the ones that we want to be replicated. And a lot of the time what happens is after we've had a round like that, we get satisfied, which is a really dangerous place to be in because the moment that you stop growing is also the moment you're going to start moving backwards. So it's really important that you just take that time and you identify what it is that caused you to have that good experience because you can't just experience that that's going to happen again and and but but still somehow we do we just move on with life and then we just think because you had this good experience once it's automatically going to happen again but that's not really how it works you need to be intentional with those stuff so i mean but again like i'm i'm doing this as well like i'm i'm guilty of this as well like i i can take just one ex- example of this where i had a really like my probably my best round in cyclus the whole time uh it was it was in glen it was really far away and i had dinner plans already so you know when i came home it was rush 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 put the horse away i i took a shower and i went out to have dinner and and just celebrated it and talked about it with friends but i never sat down to do a proper reflection of it I didn't do it the day after either and you know the week went went past and and you know next weekend I went to another round of cyclists and guess what it wasn't so great I had just expected myself to have that great performance yet again without actually sitting down and identifying what I did the first time to be able to replicate it so the point I'm trying to make here, it's crucial that when you have a good round and a good moment and you just have that feeling of, yes, it's working out, this is the feeling I want, sit down and reflect on it. And when I say reflect, I don't only mean like sit down and think about it, but actually write it down. Could be in a journal, on your phone, in some kind of app. I, I always encourage people to keep a competition guideline. So this is a sort of living document that you can update after each competition that you've, you've experienced. Um, but even more so, if you've, even if you haven't got it handy, just make sure that you write it down. Maybe you write it down on just a pen and paper and then you put it into your competition guideline later. It's really a moment that you, like, important that you capture this very moment and that you do it as quickly as possible. And now to the questions that you want to be asking yourself. And, and you're probably going to want to write those down as well so that you've got them handy next time. First of all, how were you behaving? What were you doing? What actions did you take? Were you smiling? Were you saying something in particular? Were you breathing really deep? Were there certain physical rituals that you were, that you were executing? Like what had you done leading up to this point? So question number one, how were you behaving? Then second number, like question number two, what were you feeling? Were you feeling calm, focused? Were you feeling really confident? Were you feeling excited? Like what feelings, like which, like how would you describe as your emotional state was? 
And now number three, what did you notice about your body, like physically about your body? Were your muscles really tense? Were they loose? Were the heart rate really fast or was it slow? How was your breathing? Did you breathe really deeply and slowly and into your belly or was it really shallow? Was it like sort of in your throat? Like how, like what did you notice about your body? And then the fourth question, what were you thinking about? Were you thinking about the next movement? Like, let's say you were writing a dressage test. Were you thinking about the next movement? Were you thinking about the next fence? Let's say you were riding a, riding a show jumping track. Were you thinking about the next fence? Were you thinking about how your horse's canter felt? Were you thinking about how you sat in the saddle? Were you sort of reminding yourself of, of, of being in the moment or to breathe or to execute your jobs? Like, what thoughts went on in your, in your mind at this very moment? Because here's the thing, the more you learn about how you thought, how you felt and what you did when you experienced those great moments, the easier it's going to be for you to replicate it. So write everything down that comes to mind when you do this. There's no such thing as writing down too much. You can always like scale this down later. But sometimes just the fact that we're writing is a process itself. It's going to get your mind going. So so just use those four questions and I'm going to repeat them again at the end of this uh, episode and, and really give yourself the time and write down everything that comes to mind. And Again, I'm going to give you guys an example because I know sometimes when, when you're doing this for the first time, it can seem a little bit foreign. So I'm going to take an example here. So one of my other great rounds in, in Cyclus was in, in Baudur, like three weeks ago. And when I rode towards the first fence, it was... It was yeah, I, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna try make an attempt of explaining this 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 moment for you, but it was one of my really greatest moments that I've had that I can remember in a long time. So. How did I behave in this 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 moment? So what did I do leading up towards it? I mean, I did a lot of different things, but I was really intentional about how I executed it. And just to give a couple of examples, I visualized my track four times. Sometimes I do this one time, sometimes I do it two times, but I didn't want to let anything on, you know, over to chance this time. So I visualized my four track four times. I'd also brought the Terra gun of my, it's like a massage gun, um, my boyfriend's massage gun that he uses for his sore muscles of the triathlon. I had stolen it for the day and I, I brought it with me and I'd been using it before I started riding. So I was like sitting in my car and I had used it to soften up the muscles inside of my thighs. Sometimes they get really tense and I find that it's hard for me to get deep in the saddle when, when, when they're tense. So I know if I do this, it's going to be easier for me to sit down and be relaxed in the saddle. So I had used a tarragon, probably like five minutes on each leg, just really making sure I massaged my muscles. Um, and then like in the moment itself, I was, I was, when I was riding towards that first fence, I was breathing really deeply. I was ensuring that the, the hind legs was underneath the horse that I set up towards the fence. I really executed like that, like all those jobs that I talk so much about. I really executed them. I was really intentional about doing that. Um, so that was like how I behaved, uh, both like leading up towards and in this very moment. Then second of all, what did I feel? I felt really confident. I felt really focused. It felt almost like as if I was in a tunnel going towards this fence, as if like I got completely sucked into this extreme focus, almost as if like time passed by slower. It was weird. I can hardly explain it. It was just like as if I was in this focus tunnel and like leading up towards this fence. So that's how I felt. What did I notice in my body? I, I was relaxed, but still I was like the muscles that needed to be working were working. 
So I was I was relaxed, but but still I was switched on. And what was I thinking about? I do remember thinking how uh, how amazing it felt, how the puzzle pieces came together, how I executed my jobs, and that it, that I felt that it was working out. I felt like yes, I'm doing it. I, I I've execu- like I've defined those jobs for myself, and it's all coming together. I can feel how it's working. That's what I was thinking about. So, what I wanted to do right now is is you know take those questions, use those questions, and and. St- Take a moment to write this down. Make a kind of checklist where you you're like can tick things off. So if you know those things that I mentioned now with the tarragon and the fact that I visualized my track four times, like I'd, I'd write all those things down so that next time I have a base, I, I have something that I can um, a foundation. I know what I did last time and it went great. So you know I'd be a fool if I wouldn't be like doing that again. Um, and, and for those of you just starting out, if you don't have a competition checklist at all yet, what I would encourage you to do is I, I've actually got a free competition checklist that I created just somewhere around Christmas. This is just a base. You should obviously build this out with whatever you are, whatever findings that you have from your greatest moments, but you can use that as a base. And then you can you know, build out on that, add all the things in that come up when you reflect over your great moments. Then... The last thing that I want to put out here, and that's really to be intentional about executing those things again. So it's one thing to write them down, but it's not going to be helpful to you if you pull them away, like put them away somewhere in a cupboard. What you need to be doing is reminding yourself about them. So being intentional about this, make sure that you execute them in the morning before a competition. Make sure you read through that competition guideline, pull it out, read through all the different points. Make a, a specific checklist for that particular day where you write up all those different actions that you want to be taking and tick them off. Like bring that paper with you or put it in your phone. And, and you know, during the day, make sure you tick all those things off. Make sure that you remember. We always think we're going to remember, but it's so easy to forget. It's so, so easy to forget. Sometimes when I stand in the shower and I have this great idea and I'm thinking like, you know, five minutes later when I step outside of the shower, I'm still going to remember but I don't. <laughs> I really don't. Like five minutes later and I've already forgotten if, if, if it's something important that I really want to remember. I literally have to go out of the shower, write it down and then get back into the shower just to make sure that that thought is captured. I, I, I think I have a bit of a scatterbrain, <laughs> but if someone can relate to that. Um, there's a lot of us. We think we're going to remember things, but then, you know, we just walk into another room and we've already forgotten about it. So, have a look at this. Write all those actions down. Bring it with you to the competitions. Make sure you tick this all off. And and by the way, just ticking things off makes you feel really good. So so make like for each competition, make sure you make that checklist for yourself and make sure you tick this off. Now, this is about the things that we're doing, right? But then also be intentional about what you're thinking. So you've been writing down those thoughts that you were thinking last time when it went really well. Okay, cool. Recreate those thoughts. If you have defined them on a piece of paper, you know exactly what you need to be thinking. Think those thoughts again. <laughs> just, 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 just think about them. Repeat them. Repeat them. Create some affirmations for yourself that you can use like mantras that you can almost be repeating for yourself. Things that you you have been thinking in the past and that you know is working. Think those thoughts again, and look at how you felt. So if you've been writing down like how you felt at this very moment, take a moment before you step on your horse, close your eyes, really feel those feelings again. Get yourself back to that moment. Like if I think about that moment now where I was riding towards that first fence and I felt super confident, I was in that tunnel. Like I want to be like, right now, like just visualizing, closing my eyes and really see that in front of me. Step into that moment again, feel those feelings again. And then 
once you've done that, uh, that's the moment where you get on your horse and you go out there and you freaking crush it. So what I've been talking about today is all about how you can replicate your greatest moments. And the first thing I talked about here was the importance of reflecting on your past great moments. So if you've experienced those great like moments just now, maybe you had it like last week and you had a really great moment, super. Now is the time to sit down and reflect on it. But if you have moments where you're like, yeah, it hasn't happened in a while, but then just make a list of, I don't know, one, two, three moments in the past where you know that you had a really great feeling and, and reflect on those. Like you don't have to now sit around and wait until you have a good moment. Just use some of the ones that you have had in the past, great performances from the past. Write down one to three of them and then go through those. Ask yourself, first of all, how are you behaving? What were you doing? What actions did you take leading up to this moment? Number two, what were you feeling? What, were the, what was the emotional state that you were in? Number three, what did you notice about your body physically? And number four, what were you thinking about? Write this all down and look at it before your next show. Make a checklist that you can tick off so to make sure that you execute all of those things and recreate both those thoughts and those feelings. So that's all I got for you for today. If you think this is super, super interesting and that you want to find more about sports psychology, how you can use those concepts to become the absolute best writer that you can be, I would encourage you to come and join us inside of the PEP program, the Positive Equestrian Performance Program. Registrations open today and you can register by going to mindic.eu slash pep. You'll find the notes, you'll find the link to that also in the show notes. It's obviously P-E-P-P, Positive Equestrian Performance Program. Uh, so go and check that out. As always, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to get in touch with me. You'll find my Instagram and also actually my email and the website in the show notes. I have realized that not everyone is on Instagram. So I've also added in my email and the website in the show notes. So go check that out. And don't hesitate to do this. If you have even a little, little voice in your head right now, if there's something inside of you that feels like you should do this, don't allow that other voice to hold you back. Just freaking take action. What's the worst that can happen? And then last but not least, if you have someone in your surroundings that you think can benefit from this episode, if you have some Christian friends out there who really need to hear this episode, make sure that you share it with them so that we can help more riders out there reach their full potential in the saddle. And as always, I'm going to finish this episode off with challenging you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. See you on the next episode.